BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You're listening to Barely Filtered with Aurora and Kristen. And today we have a very special guest. So we have not only a TikTok sensation and somewhat of like an overnight TikTok star, but this is a professional dancer. She grew up a Mormon in Utah. Now she's still a Mormon, but she's in L.A., (laughs) Chase the Dream, um, has played many Disney characters. She is just this ball of energy, but she's kind of the enemy because you want to know something as an Instagram influencer, even though I hate that word, me and Kristen are kind of like, this is the TikTok enemy who is just taking all the followers overnight. And, you know, we're not okay with it. She's also kind of on that cusp of millennial Gen Z. So she's three years younger than us. And we want to talk to you all about how you live your TikTok life, how you got to where you are, and just an interesting backstory. Kasha actually used to help me make my reels, and then she just like surpassed me in this influencing game, and now here I am interviewing her. So the tables have turned, and I am bitter. (laughs) So Kasha, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. I'm stoked to be here, guys. Okay, can I just point out one thing? Because this is the first time I'm meeting you. And you came in like... Ball of energy, late, <laughs> late. We won't, you know, this is your first time, first offense, it's fine. But a ball of energy, and you look like your energy is young. It's very you. youthful and it's refreshing. And like, you don't get that a lot in LA. But like, not only do you look young and you have this glow about you, but your energy and you're happy. And it's just a very refreshing in Thank California. You. Oh my gosh. I where, really, like, really where, appreciate where that. Where does that come from? Is it the not drinking thing? Is it the <laughs> dancing thing? <laughs> totally. <laughs> no, honestly, I think that's something I've always been told my entire life. I just feel like I've always had a lot of energy and I just genuinely feel like I'm a happy person. Like I have very very few bad days. Obviously, I'm human, so I'm going to have those days. But yeah, so I think just naturally, I have like natural energy. I don't feel like I need energy drinks or anything like that to boost that because Mm -hmm. I feel like I already have enough of it. The few times I have had energy drinks, I feel like I'm like bouncing off the walls. So to me, it's more of a personal choice. I'm just like, I don't need it because then I go crazy. But it is interesting. Like, I mean, it might just be a coincidence, but Mm -hmm. your your body's free of all these toxins, essentially, of alcohol, energy, caffeine, all these things. And 
you just so happen to look and act much happier than the average person walking so down the street. Might, so it, there might, might be together. a correlation there. That's or, is it very the, true. or is it like the Disney training? So I know that you've played a lot of Disney characters mm-hmm. and you've been a backup dancer and you recently did a film with Paula Abdul. Yeah. And I'm just like so starstruck every time I see her on your TikTok videos. I'm like, wow. That was my, best. you guys, that was my first CD. I love really? Paula Abdul. Straight, oh my gosh. straight up, it straight was. Up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> but how did out- that happen, by the way? That I mean, it was a mutual connection. My friend Shariya, she she had done a video with Paula before, and I was like, okay, I don't want to be that person, but I reached out to her and I was like, hey, if you ever collab with Paula again, like I'm a huge fan, please, please let me know. And then like six months later, I'm like, oh, this is never gonna happen. She reached out to me and she's like, hey, I'm not available to make videos with Paula today. Like, are you available? And I'm like, I will quit my job. I will do whatever yeah. I have to. And she did. She left her. me high and dry. Yes. She never showed up. I loved her. Work. She never showed up to make that real that one time that I was paying her four dollars an hour. To hey, make. if you don't, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. And, and she's you, like the OG Laker girl choreographer. Oh too, yeah. So that's huge for as a dancer to have that as an accomplishment. Well, not only as a list. dancer, but she is someone I've been compared to my entire life. Just because, I mean, I'm five really? foot. Those of you who can't see me, I am five foot. I'm very small. because <laughs> she's so short. She doesn't even hit the camera. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so always just being the small one on my team and then just having my mom always show me videos of her and being like, hey, look, Paula was able to be successful like you can too. Like keep dancing, keep doing your thing. And then it's crazy now because not only just being compared to her because of the dancer and height situation, but then as I've gotten older and now, especially now that I have bangs, mm. And I'm getting compared to her, to her all the time. Like people are like, "Oh my gosh, I'm getting Paula Abdul vibes." Like you literally look just wow. like her. So, and she actually had told me she just did. It was some award show thing, and I guess she was getting interviewed. And she said by three different reporters, they asked her. They're like, "We love, we love seeing videos of you and your daughter dancing." Like, Stop. how did you keep her a secret for so long? And she's like, "What the heck?" Like, oh people my God, think how you're my funny. daughter. Like, funny. So yeah, it's just crazy how. All I know. those worlds like, collided. She, yeah, she was like somebody who was an idol of yours. And then now she's somebody that you're literally like at her level doing like you're dancing with her. You're right. her partner. You're not like in her audience. Right. That's so amazing. And one of the things that I love also about just your social media presence, which is quite different sometimes than mine or Kristen's, is that there's like no <laughs> thirst traps. There's like you're not getting any like, you know, sexy bathing suit shoots for engagement. And I just feel like that is such a you know, there's so many young girls and boys mm-hmm. on TikTok. And there is kind of this like obligation to twerk. Um, to yep. twerk. Yeah. No, there's an obligation to, you know, just make sure that you're giving this wholesome content. And I feel like you have nailed that, especially with the other girls that I see you dancing with, like Kelodactyl, who always wears the Crocs. Like, like Crocs yeah. are not sexy, right? <laughs> but she is killing it too. I don't she know, has, some people are into it. Yeah, so. it follow, right the now. following is huge. So speaking of young girls on TikTok, like yeah. evidently now, if you ask a young kid what they want to be when they grow up, they say they want to be an influencer or a TikToker. Which is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so cra- crazy. I went to Target the other day and there was like a, a kit, like a TikTok starter kit. And it had like a lighted mirror. And You're it, lying. Yes. And I was like horrified by it. I stopped in my tracks. But like, this is what kids are aspiring to do nowadays. How did you make that work? Because I can't make TikTok work. I don't know how. Mm -hmm. TikTok is, it's a mystery for sure. People ask me all the time. They're like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I have no idea. Honestly, I truly feel like it was timing and just kind of getting a lucky card for sure. Um, Started during pandemic, which I feel bad saying this. And I've actually talked to some other influencers about this where I know the pandemic time was like really hard for a lot of people. A lot of people lost their jobs and 
you know, it was a downer time in the world. Mm-hmm. And for me and other influencers, I think it was a time that I think we like kind of blossomed because we had that time at home. That was the first time I finally downloaded TikTok and I already was making You're videos. You're kidding. You didn't yeah. even have one? I didn't have one. I like refused to get it because I'm like, I don't need another social media app. I already have Instagram yeah, and occasionally me. updates from my family on Facebook. But yeah, I had so many friends who were like, you need to get TikTok. Like, this is your app. You're already doing this. Like, just just continue doing it. It's a different platform. So downloaded it and then had a few videos right off the bat, kind of like pick up. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And the next thing you know, within that year, it's like all of a sudden I got a manager and I started doing brand deals. And yeah, it's just kind of taken off from there. Now it's crazy to think that now I'm doing it full time. Like I never, never imagined this. So going back to even kids saying how they like want to do this, it's just, it's hard because I know you could start from scratch, but Oh, I don't even know if I'm it's making like, any it's sense. Like, it's like, where did you start, though? Like, you probably yeah. started when you were, like, two years old and you right. put your first pair of tap shoes on or whatever. You know, it's like, it builds up it, all of your talents. It's not like you mm-hmm. started dancing over the pandemic. Right. It's like you had these talents and now you have an outlet for it. For sure. And I, I think it's also great that you were working as, like, the front desk girl at Orange Theory, right? And that's, that's how right. that's how I that's know how you. That's how we got connected. Because uh-huh. my manager went there and she was like, oh, hey like you're super cute do you want to help one of my clients like make reels and then and then fast forward and here you are a tiktok sensation and just killing it is there anything about those first initial videos that went viral that you can pinpoint so other people can make viral videos i mean my very first video those of you who know me no, I love Britney Spears. And so I had a Britney Spears, oops, I did it again outfit. And I'm like, I have to take advantage of this. So before I even made the video, I came up with the caption idea. And I'm going to have it say, oops, I got a TikTok. Because I'm like, that's my intro. And so I did a transition video where I like transitioned into the Britney outfit and then did the whole oops, I did it again dance. And immediately like that one did really well overnight. I woke up the next day. I think I had like 10,000 followers within like one night. Wow. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And people were like, if this is how your videos are going to be, we're going to come back for more. But then I think my second video was like, you know, that robe tutorial, the hair tutorial that people do with the robe tie. Yes. I did that and I just put it to like a trending sound and I had it like kind of comedic. Like I had a part where it like slapped in my face and I was right. like, oh, I I didn't intentionally mean to do that, but it turned out funny. And then that like and you did even e- better. You weren't even dancing. No, it wasn't even dancing. Tic- I just saw it on TikTok and I was like, oh, I want to try that and see if it works with my hair. I'll film myself. Like the lighting is terrible. If you go back to those first videos, it's like they're nothing to compare to like I, what I do now. I almost <laughs> called it the TikTok. That's how old I am. The TikTok. The TikTok <laughs> <of> granny. <laughs> the TikTok. <tiki-talkie. laughs> it is kind of like the Wild West though. You never know. You can spend an hours on a video and it's oh, like, yeah. okay, it did okay. And you could do one they just found on your, re- you know, your albums and mm-hmm. then you just upload it and it gets, you know, half a million views. You just never know. Right. So do you ever feel, I mean, you started from the pandemic and it was so organic. Now it's turned into a full-time job, but I'm sure you've heard the rumors that, you know, government can't have TikTok. People are trying to get it banned. Do you feel any stress or pressure? Like, holy crap, this is kind of my income and how I make a living now. Or are you, do you, are there other outlets for that? I mean, do you have a backup plan essentially? That is a great question. And I know it's been a recent. You always have a job with me. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll go back. Yeah. Editing reels for her. <laughs> um, yeah, I recently, literally in the last like week, have had a couple people bring it up to me and ask, like, what are you going to do without TikTok? And it is a scary thought because not only is it my job, but I honestly just really enjoy doing it. And I think that's also a tip going back to your question about, mm. you know, like what to do. I find things that you actually enjoy, you know? Right. And mine is making silly, fun dance videos or just random lip syncing videos, you know? So 
that part makes me sad. But at the same time, I'm like, I think almost like the Vine days for anybody out there who's had Vine. Yeah. It's it's not a thing anymore. And I've seen people who started on Vine. They're still successful now on TikTok and Instagram. So I think if TikTok does get banned, I feel like there's always going to be another platform right. that hopefully people will yeah, I mean, you know, migrate I mean, to. I think about the MySpace days. Like yeah, our listeners yeah. will know MySpace, but MySpace used to be. We like, I cannot imagine the world without MySpace, and now oh, it's yeah. Instagram yeah. or TikTok. So yeah. there's always going to be something new and innovative. And I yeah. feel like now there's this whole culture of like creating content out of nothing, and we all have this. Well, us who are creating content have this skill now of like we have we need an outlet, and like mm-hmm. we're if it's not someone else's outlet, then we'll make our own. But one thing that I I noticed too about your videos, where I feel like I'm I'm not even close to you incorporate a lot of special effects like especially when you're with Kelodactyl like Mm -hmm. it looks like you guys paid for a very expensive production team and special effects team how do you accomplish that do I need to like start dating some kind of special effects guy or (laughs) that honestly I mean it'd be a good start for sure okay so it's her husband Freeman who actually is the one who's editing all of that and it's funny because people always ask they're like whether I do a video with her or do one on my own where I'm like adding the face tracking you know where the camera kind of follows with your head People are always asking, like, what camera equipment are you using? I'm like, I'm using my iPhone. Like, I use iPhone and then Premiere, Adobe Premiere to do, or After Effects to do any editing. But it's funny because people have reached out, like, especially when she and I were doing more videos together, like, people would reach out and they're like, okay, so, like, what production team are you using? And we're like, no, we literally just have a tripod set up. And then her husband's adding any crazy effects, whether it be our head blowing up or, yeah. you know, something like that. That's, so. I love that because so many Instagram and TikTokers husbands have been able to quit their jobs because of the success of creating content. Oh, and yeah. now they're behind the scenes editing right. or taking the pictures. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Well, to and see I think these it's so fun, thrive. especially for them because, you know, they are married. And so now it's like something that they get to do as a couple and yeah. like, they both enjoy it. They, you mean you get to stay home and do whatever yeah. you want? Is, no is that fun working <laughs> together? Not to say it's no work. Yeah. Like, you know, you're much more flexible than being for at sure. your nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. But and, no, yeah. And I started with, you know, he was like editing some videos for me. And then I started picking up on, because I felt bad. I'm like, I don't want you editing double time videos like you should be just focusing on your guys's situation I can do my own I'm perfectly capable of it so I just started watching YouTube tutorials and I invested in the lights and the green screens and all that I mean it is time consuming but I do think it makes the videos stand out a little bit more so I guess also again going back to like tips finding ways to stand out instead of just doing the typical set up your phone just doing a random thing not saying those ones don't do well like they definitely do it's hit or miss But for me personally, and also kind of my perfectionist side, I like it to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I also think in turn, it ends up making me more, I guess, for brands to reach out for those types of jobs. More marketable. More marketable. Added value. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because then they see like, oh, her videos are high quality. So we know we're going to get a good ad out of her. And and there's a science to it because I think our attention span is like, 3.2 3.2 seconds. So you have to capture yeah. or they're going to keep scrolling. So if you see something visually appealing, you're going to stick on that. Right. So that makes sense. Who is someone maybe that has done a duet or reached out to you over TikTok? Like, oh my gosh, this person reached out to me or shared my TikTok or shared oh, my dance. Well, recently, so I, I collabed with a girl named Montana Tucker. I know, you her, guys know yeah. her. Yeah, she's so awesome. But I've recently, you know, I think it's also figuring out like your niche of what you do. So I already know, okay, I like doing dance videos. I also like doing goofy, silly videos. Mm -hmm. But something I also really enjoy is doing kind of like a side by side or like a a mimic of a certain scene 
So I did like a Wednesday dance when the Wednesday series came out and that one did really well. I did Megan. Yes. Did that I dance that. that also did really well. So Montana reached out to me, which I was like, what? Like she has like so many followers. And I'm like, you're reaching out to me. Isn't like usually so I feel like I'm the one I'm going to reach out. Starstruck like yeah, that. yeah, I know. It was so cool. And, and she reached out and she's like, hey, I noticed you're doing like side by side videos. I like really enjoy recreating movie scenes and stuff. So we should get together and base it off of that. So we decided to do the iconic dance battle scene from White Chicks. Which, <gasps> oh my God. That's epic. It's we're we're going to link that here epic. for you guys. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. And we were like, and I'm someone who I'm like, I'm going full out. Like, yeah, we're too. ordering all the costumes down to the detail of like, I showed up. I'm like, okay, here's your diamond necklace with the H and I'll have the, the Oh my N. God. And she's like, oh, I didn't even think about getting the necklaces for it yeah. too. But you're like, anyways. I don't play. Yeah, <laughs> I don't back play. back to tips. You got to commit. You got to commit. You got to commit. <laughs> Huge. Yeah, even the shirt, like the shirt said like, I think it says like fierce. It says fierce bitch on it. I think yeah. that's what it says. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I edited it for the followers. I put like a bitch instead. Oh my I was God. Like, okay. You are so Mormon. But I did like Mormon. a craft <laughs> day. I was like, I'm so Mormon of me. <laughs> but I love it. So now yeah. it's, you're not only, you're, you're not only the dancer, you're also the director, you're also the producer, you're also the special effects person. Like I think the yeah. influencers <laughs> get a bad rap sometimes because it's like, oh, these people are, you know, they're famous for no reason and they're making all this money for no reason. But like the, the, uh, for you, at least you have a talent. Like, yeah. like, like we're like pageant girls with no talent over here. You're like Miss, <laughs> you, for yourself, Miss America. And I'm, yeah, and I'm like Miss USA. No, clearly I'm a little bit more self-deprecating than Kristen. But what I would say to like the moms who are scared for their kid to like, you know, start, want to be, start being their own TikToker is that if these platforms do fall through, like you have learned so many skills yeah. from mm -hmm. editing these videos. And like me too, even like, just having to go in and learn how to like invite a collaborator on your post mm -hmm. or make a caption that's going to stick out. And like, for me, my niche I've learned over time is kind of like cultivating a community that I can speak to through my captions where yeah. like, I've kind of honed my like writing craft for Instagram, where I know that like the first line needs to be something that's eye catchy. Right. Um, it can't look like TLDR, like too long mm -hmm. didn't read. So if the platforms do fall through, we have these skills like this is not wasted time. And there's so many different things that we could do with it, especially you. Could, right. You could start a whole production company. I was just yeah. going to ask, like, I think something that a lot of influencers and celebrities are doing well is capitalizing on this community you have mm -hmm. right in front of you. It's like, I'm a big believer of like creating a business, a product, a production company, something in a perfect world. What do you see as like, this is, I made it or this, this I've, I've capitalized on my TikTok community. What would be a dream of yours? Is oh, it production? Is it yeah. a dance studio? Is it tour? Right. What would be cool for you? It's so funny because I literally, I just went on a date last night. I'm single. Love that. <laughs> We're putting her number right here in the show notes. 801. Just um, No, but I went on a date and he had asked me like, what's your like end goal? And it's, I do think I'm at this point right now. I mean, first off, my my usual answer is backup dancer for Britney Spears. I don't know if she's going on tour anytime soon. <laughs> just because, I mean, I grew up listening to Britney Spears and her dancers dance. Mm -hmm. Like it mm -hmm. is, I just know it'd be an incredible show. So ideally that's the dream. And I always said, I'm like, if I did that, I would retire. Like, I'd be so happy. I have to ask, yeah. as a professional dancer who's very good at dancing, uh -huh. what <laughs> do you. you think of Britney's dance moves? Is she a good dancer? Like, I can't tell. There's lots of spins. OG Britney, yes. A lot of yes. spins. OG Britney, yeah. I think, yes. I think especially for her time, like, you would watch her concerts compared to others. And it's like, she's doing back walkover. Yeah. She's yeah. doing it all and singing. And she's just so cute and stuff. Right. Whereas, like, present Britney, I mean... I'm not I'm not going to talk bad on her because I freaking love her. But I do think she's definitely going through some stuff. And yeah. 
it is. I mean, I know there's all the conspiracies and stuff about people saying it's like a body double and that's not really her. Yeah. They're comparing how she used to dance and how she's dancing now because, yeah, her like dancing now is yeah. not what it used to be. Yeah. But also I'm like, it could be a thing that she's getting older and maybe yeah. she's thinking, hey, this looks good. I don't know. Like, no judgment. She even dresses like it's still 1998. So She always did. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. I think that was just a different time. Like, if you look back at NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, like, that was the style. Yeah. You know, I she's, love that. She's style. almost a little bit stuck in that. And yes. like, there's a whole other conversation because obviously there's mental health stuff there. Yeah. But more power to Brittany. I well, think we, she deserves her freedom. Her. I just does. hope she's happy Same. and well. Same. Um, so aside from Brittany, I mean, I do think I'm at this like pivoting point right now in my life where I am trying to figure out like what is the next step? Because I obviously really enjoy doing social media. And so that's why it's like I hope TikTok doesn't fall. But obviously there's Instagram, there's YouTube, there's still other outlets if I want to continue that way. Recently, I've been like interested more in like doing the whole acting thing. I think that would be yeah. something to like love that for you, you know, yeah. dabble into a little bit. People ask me all the time. They're like, why are you not acting? Like, I feel like there's so much potential there. And I figure I'm like, you know, what? I'm in L.A. Like, why not? Yeah. At least try, you know, yeah. see if I like it. Because right now I just really have I have no experience. No idea. Yeah. Exactly. I have so. an amazing acting coach for you. And she does comedy, which I really? feel like you could do. You yeah. would fall in love. <gasps> yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to get that. I was on the contact. audition train and then I got knocked up. So that, oh. that was put on pause. <laughs> there aren't any like prego characters you could play. Well, then you do an audition yeah. and then like, well, you got the part. And then you're bigger. Yeah. So, and then you're like, and then you have a baby. (laughs) You're going to be this pregnant. So that's been put on pause. Right. So a little deeper question, and you don't need to answer this directly, but I know with being Mormon, you are supposed to save yourself from marriage, correct? Correct. Yes. And you are tempted in LA by drugs, alcohol, sex. Tinder swindler. Yeah. All the (laughs) things. All the things. (laughs) How do you stay away from the sin? the sin the sin the dark space just kidding you know people ask me this all the time and I don't know I think my first so my very first professional job was when I toured with Disney and I know everybody thinks oh Disney it's harmless well again we're we're regular people we're regular adults playing younger characters so that was kind of like the first I guess like dive into things to see you know how it do and I know my dad was like so worried like you're gonna be around all the crew guys and things are gonna happen like I don't know I think band camp yeah yeah so (laughs) um it was very eye-opening and just I guess a good test for myself to see like and again no judgment like people can do what they want I have so many Mormon friends who drink who have sex like and they're still active in the church like it's like you have your free agency to do what you would like. Obviously, we're given like guidelines, but no, like still live your life, still do what makes you happy. And I think they're set to help you live that happy life and just to kind of avoid addictions and struggles and all that. But yeah, for some reason, I guess I just haven't really struggled with, I guess we want to call it temptations. Like I just, even if I'm looking at like facts, like I'm a very like health conscious person. And so I'm like, okay, I don't want to kill my liver. And yeah. I also know it can make you gain weight. And also I watch so many friends spend so much money on alcohol and I'm like, dang, I must be cheap or something. Cause I'm like, I don't even order soda. Like I just, right? we actually both read a book. Alcohol lied to me. And mm-hmm. the average American spends four to $5,000 <gasps> a person on alcohol a year. That's just on average. That is insane. so, and LA is probably double that. But you so. don't have to be Mormon to avoid that. You can just get knocked up. But that's that that's a true testament to your faith and yeah. staying strong in that because I could especially being in LA and mm-hmm. especially being on TikTok and 
there's a hot guy that slides in your DMs like, damn, that guy looks like Channing Tatum in his Magic Mike Prime mm. days. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a little tempting for me. Right. So more power to you. I think it's Thank pretty, you. I think it's awesome, honestly. Yeah. Thanks so much. And that you were able to stand firm in your roots, I think also is a testament just to um, the inner strength that you have. I do think that it's amazing, like in our culture, you know, the mommy wine culture, not that you're a mom, but like there's just alcohol is so closely tied to so many mm-hmm. things like relaxing. Like, yeah, yeah. like we've yeah. been ingrained in our brains. And I don't know if this is probably different in the Mormon community, but like growing up as an Italian, you have wine with dinner. Like you need yeah. you need alcohol to have fun for all the celebrations. It's like for a stressful you, day. You if, need it for everything. If there's a party and there's no alcohol there, yeah. like you're not going to have people show up. Yeah. Like that's like how it's always been. So like right. I just think it's interesting to see somebody who's like, yeah, I'm just like I I know that I'm the outlier but like for me it's I, I I'm not affected by yeah the culture around me so mm-hmm. that's and I think as I've gotten older too I think right away especially when people do find out that I'm Mormon they're like oh that's why you don't drink oh that's why you don't right. do this. and I'm like yes like I was because I was grown up in that culture and that religion I think that was kind of that foundation but mm-hmm. at the same time as I've gotten older and I could I can be making my own decisions I just it's more of a decision for myself. Like I just see it and I even just smelling it. I don't like the smell of it. So interesting because after I read this book, I had pretty much a bender of drinking and travel and everything this last year. I was just kind of turned off by it. Mm-hmm. And obviously I'm sober now being pregnant. Yeah. But I've just turned around. I call myself a Cabo drinker. Like I'll, if I go to Cabo, I'll, I'll have my margaritas and have right. fun. But other than that, I've, I see people now on a different lens. Yeah. And I'm like, Ugh, that, like you slurring your words or you being a little right. sloppy. It's not cute, girl. Right. It's not cute. You right. know what's cute? Like not being hungover, mm-hmm. having my health, feeling good the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if you're just getting old, but I, <laughs> I, 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 also, I am. I feel like this I whole did, conversation is very showing my I age. saw that shift in you, though, like if, even from your social media presence, because mm. I know like and, and I've gone through this myself where like you fall into that mommy wine culture, you fall into mm-hmm. like all the funny videos around alcohol where what essentially we're doing is minimizing the effects of what is essentially a a poisonous toxin that it has more carcinogens than any other thing on the market. If it wasn't alcohol, it would never be able to be sold because it has that much cancer causing substances. And we oh, both wow. still drink. But like, I, I think once we kind of both educated ourselves a little bit more on what exactly this is mm-hmm. and kind of like release the brainwashing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we just had to be a little bit more careful about about For what sure. we're pushing. But I do have a question. Like, what yeah. does the Mormon community think about? So TikTok mm-hmm. is part of this kind of addiction that they're calling it now of that all of us I think have fallen into of, of needing that dopamine instant gratification of a new something to catch our attention something especially like people become addicted to the likes they become addicted to the instant right. gratification of you know having a thousand comments and how do you reconcile the addiction that essentially is social media that you're a part of that's a good question. Well, <laughs> you but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is Shame. a good question. Yeah. Oh man. And she's crying and I've ruined the internet. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, truth is anything can be an addiction. That's true. It could be food, it could be social media. Good like point. so that's why I I wouldn't even tie that, like connect that to you wouldn't. being Mormon. Like I just think that's for anybody. Like Anybody who is glued to their phone, like it's that's why I didn't want to download TikTok in the first place. And even times when people talk to me, they're like, oh, I don't have a TikTok. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't get it while you can, Mm because once you get it, it is so addicting, like laying at night in my bed, just scrolling. And I've actually gotten a little like, are you guilty of scrolling, too, even as a creator? You know what? It's weird now that it's like a full time 
job, I'm actually on social media way less than I used to be. And mm-hmm. I think it's because I know it's like work. I wake up, I have my post, I'll mm-hmm. post it. And then throughout the day, randomly, I'll get on and like engage a little bit. I'm not on it. I rarely scroll, which is probably not great because then I'm not like updated on trends. So then I'm like panicking yeah. when I'm supposed to collab with somebody. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, crap, yeah, I don't have any research. Yeah, what? but I don't. I'm just not on it as much. So in in a way, it's kind of that's kind good. of a blessing. And there's, a, there's a study that we'll link here. It's uh, it shows that one in three adolescent girls. This was a study on girls. They are now uh, thinking about suicide. OK, and so they've linked this to a few different things. But one okay. of the things that they've like hardcore linked it to is just being on social media too much, comparing oh. themselves to others, just being overall more unhappy yeah. because of that instant gratification that we get and it rewires your brain into needing happiness and dopamine at a higher level than you normally would. And so I feel like, first of all, I think it's great though, because you are an example of somebody on TikTok who's not pushing like a certain body image. Like you're really bringing like lightheartedness through your feed. So I commend you for that. But I know sometimes I feel a little bit responsible for, you know, just, I don't know, being a part of this culture that evidently is making people less happy. I know. Yeah. Social media is hard because like you said, there's that comparison there. And it does make me so sad to hear those stats about suicide. Like, but I can see why like people do, you know, you read the comments and stuff about like, oh, I wish I was like this, Mm -hmm. or I wish I could do that. And I don't know, I think from the beginning, just naturally how I am, I already was just, you know, the type of content I was putting out there. But it was insane to see that like the feedback I was getting from those videos of people pointing out that I was fully clothed and people pointing out that, I wasn't being negative yeah. or I don't know. They're just like, like, where's your tits? Who is this <laughs> bitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's kind of what's also helped me keep my brand more like, like you said, wholesome, family friendly. Right. Because I do want it to be a place where whether it be someone my age, older or even younger, like that is probably one of my favorite compliments is when someone can tell me that they're like, oh my gosh, my kid loves your videos. I love that I can just pull up your Instagram and hand it yes, to them and they like, can just Like you scroll. wouldn't be embarrassed if your grandma saw it. Like some of the things yeah. I post, I'm like, oh, I bet I realize like my dad's friend might see this and yeah. I'm like, ah, yeah. not, but <laughs> I don't know if I want to have to worry as, about as that. As many compliments and all the love you get, you, you got to get some haters. You got to get oh, some. Oh, for sure. How, what's like things you get and how the hell, how the heck do you deal with them? You know, I mean, I love that you just changed it to I heck. Tried to you're like, <laughs> you're like, I'm talking to a Mormon. I'm I need to, to change. Mormon, okay. Meanwhile, last episode, we're like, his dick was giant <laughs> and it didn't fit in the pussy. Okay. I'm go. trying to be respectful, Aurora. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Baker. Um, <laughs> so about the haters. Yes. Yes, I do have haters. And honestly, I don't know. I just don't know if I just don't. I'm not really like affected. You don't care. I love them. it. I don't love care. It. I think a lot of the time they're funny. Like sometimes they'll point something out and I will just like laugh at it because I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I noticed I did that with my mouth like or whatever, you know, the negative comment might be. I also love sometimes giving like either agreeing with them. Like sometimes they'll be like, oh, this is like terrible. Like you could have done way better. And I'm like, oh, no, totally. Like I totally agree. I see what you're saying. I love that. Um, There have been the few like I remember I, I one time my friend Kelly and I, we did a video to the. Eminem song what is it the two trailer park girls go around the outside Mm. and I just thought it was funny because we were dressed up in like really bright like crazy outfits it makes no sense I had like overalls with like the one strap off yes and my caption said like just two trailer park girls Mm. doing something Mm -hmm. 
And I got a comment on there where this girl was like, you know, you need to be more sensitive about like what yeah, you say. It's triggered, hard. triggered Tammy. Yeah, like there could be children on here who were raised in a trailer park. Which and is I was true. Just like, Which is but true. But it's also not that serious. It's an eye roll, but I do think there's a responsibility be- when you are out there. Yeah. Like you, you do, like we have to be careful. You about, have to be more aware about, of what you we're, do. We're yeah. always going to offend somebody, but like yeah. I feel like. I disagree. It yeah. is. I am not the trigger police and my job is not to take care of people's strangers' feelings. Yeah, but trailer <laughs> The people who Otherwise, grew up in trailer parks. Walk, I did that not, too. Not, that maybe they to have a once. great life. I did a reel when I was like, like I did like a transition from being in my pajamas and I was like from homeless to hot yeah. girl shit or something. It's like, that's, you know, you'd be sensitive to I homeless. And it's like, I'm not usually that sensitive, but I have a problem kind of like making fun of poverty. Like, I don't think that's, Okay. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's, that's, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. But I know She's you like, guys don't mean it that way. But I, but I, what I love about you and what I think is a good takeaway for like moms out there of young girls who want to be mm-hmm. TikTokers is that it is important to note that you're able to kind of have a shield up against those bullies and also know what to write and what not to write to trigger yeah. people because you are an adult and right. like you're a person with a, a very strong moral compass and mm-hmm. standards and, and you're just a strong badass person. So I think it, it is irresponsible to put yeah. a 12 12 year old in and think that she's going to be able to defend. Right. But it didn't to not be as affected. Yeah. You know? I well, yeah. I mean, I definitely do. I think because they feel comfortable. I say they like any parents who do follow me are like comfortable to have their kids watch my stuff as well. Obviously, their kids probably don't have their own phone. So I don't see that when I'm looking at my like analytics. Mm. But my average age range is like 20, 20 to 40. I think okay. mostly so, women, mostly men. On really? Actually, on both. On both, yeah. Oh my my God. Wow. Which is so funny too because I'm not like I've actually missed out on some brand deals because they're like, sorry, her female percentage isn't high enough. Mm. And oh, I'm like, it's so frustrating because I'm like not putting out this like sexual content. Yes. I'm, like, I'm literally just like pulling stupid faces, but yet there's still a lot the of men, men on like there. It. I wonder what yeah. that is. Be because issues. that's kind of our edge that like <laughs> our followers are mostly women and they're mostly women who like are in our age yeah. you know, who are buying things. So that makes us more marketable to brands. But yeah, I mean, I still I still try to put up something sexy once in a while for the men, but then yeah. I think I just lose women followers. <laughs> so like, I'm over that. <laughs> <Okay. Same laughs> <as> hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, but yeah, just going back to what you were saying with the followers and like with the comments and stuff like, I guess just choosing not to get to defensive with it. And obviously the comment, like the lady who brought up the trailer park situation, like I could have snapped back and been like, oh my gosh, you're getting like way too, like taking it mm-hmm. personal. But instead I I sat down, I took the time to like write back a nice response. And I'm like, I totally hear you. Like that is my bad. I did not, that's not what I meant. Those who've been following following me know that this was like a sequel basically to a previous video we did mm-hmm. that the song was talking about trailer parks. So I'm like, it was not my intention to do that. And she ended up responding back and was like, thank you for taking the time to like yeah. respond. Like, I totally understand. Sometimes they just want a response. They want a response. And then I think also just understanding like, okay. Yeah, yeah I love that see too. See me, I'll see you. And you it know? takes maturity also to be like, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to hurt you instead of being defensive. There's a lot right. of times I've had to like change comments and, and edit things because- you know, we make we were we're human and we make mm-hmm. mistakes. And ultimately, as content creators, I think that is one of the great things about mm-hmm. us is that like we are always having to take feedback and change what we want and then stand our ground for what we don't want. And right. That, that takes a certain kind of boldness, I think. For Agreed. sure. Even if you're like me and stubborn and have your views, people will. There's a millions of people out there who will check you or remind you. And you're like, oh, like, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. So there, there is a plus to that. 
Especially where I do, I like to jump on like any sort of, anytime I could like tie in a pun or something like that. And I can see how sometimes maybe what I think is funny, it's like actually not okay dad to jokes. say. Oh, <laughs> oh but, yeah, Or yeah. dad jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, people take it the other way. And so I even have to be careful with what I say, even though I feel like a lot of my humor and stuff can be very like PG. Right. But it's still somehow everything and anything can be yeah. twisted. So like just all of us being aware of that is is a good tool. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, when you're 12, you don't have really that skill developed no. yet. So no. yeah. Some yeah. Yeah. If they have their own. Yeah. yeah so I will not be TikTok. buying the TikTok starter <laughs> kit for my daughter. That is uh, my. Yeah. My I know it's so hard because I do see these like younger kids on there and even just going to events. Like it's so crazy. I just worked the Kids Choice Awards and there were so many like young influencers there. And it's like it's so awesome. But also, I mean, I just have moments where I'm like, I'm so grateful I didn't have social media. Oh, thank oh, God. Because like, yeah. I just see that's where I think there's more of the bully and like the comparison because mm-hmm. someone might be, you know, younger and like blowing up on TikTok, but then you never know if they're getting like bullied at school for it. Or... For sure. Or they ha- they're they depressed and they yeah. have these thoughts and they're right. go- turning to plastic surgery, but they're 18. Yeah. It's Even wild. just how they do their makeup and stuff. It's, it's, they it, look like, so blows my mind. They're all like contouring and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? Because like, they see uh, these yeah. other influencers doing it. And I'm just, I don't know. It's kind of heartbreaking on a sad because I'm like you skipped the braces and crimped hair and blue eyeshadow that we yeah. all had to go yeah. through <laughs> right so, in peace we, we got to go through that in peace yes. yeah. these guys have to have it documented okay so you do the backup dancing that's your primary job but you also do it on film as well who is the coolest person that you've been starstruck by oh wow or you're like wow that guy's cute <laughs> oh shoot now I have to like go through jobs I've done <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I just like Mickey Mouse. Mickey <laughs> Mouse, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Tr- why can I not? I'm going to argue that the reason you can't think of anybody is because now that everybody is a social media star and we can literally talk to our idols yeah. in a hot second if we want to, like, they're like celebrities are not as out of reach we were just anymore. Talking about like they they're, are, yeah. they're almost like, like I was listening to a book yesterday by uh, David Goggins. David Goggins, who I was like, oh my god, I wrote him right away. I was like, this book is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story. He wrote me back right away. Six point one million followers. This guy is like has such an incredible story. Like, he, what makes him cool is not that he has so many followers, right? But and he wrote back. He was like, he was like, hey, thanks so much. Like, mad props. Appreciate you. And I was like, oh, like it's just. It's so weird that Accessible. we can interact with these people now. Like back in the day, you couldn't just call like Marilyn Monroe on the phone and be like, hey, I love you. And she'd like, love you too, cutie. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? So it's like maybe you're just not starstruck by people anymore. No, I for sure am. It's just more <laughs> like, yeah, just the random jobs. They usually are the one day things. A lot of the time we sometimes don't even, especially as like a background dancer, you don't really get to communicate mm-hmm. with them unless you're like right next to them in the scene. They happen to like look over like. I remember I did a job with like Dennis Quaid, which was that's awesome, which was awesome. I actually <laughs> got Dennis stuck Quaid. in the same trailer as him because see now you're a trailer. They like parker. now I'm a trailer parker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like that was really cool because I automatically thought of Parent Trap and I was like, oh my yes. gosh, I like love you from Parent Trap. He's like, you are so Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> you need to back away from me right now. So yeah, I think there's like the random. I just I'm literally blanking on names, but I will say I did get to meet my celebrity crush. Who's that? I kind of hope he doesn't listen to this. Let's Who is it? We're going to tag him. Can't wait. Yeah. No, please don't. <laughs> but it wasn't on a job, but in the not so much as a dancer, but I went to an event because, you know, doing the whole influencer content creator, you get invited to these, mm-hmm. you know, random events, whether it be. Okay, give us a name. Who is he? What's his name? Michael Evans Bailing. Who's that? Who that is? He's an all-American. <laughs> he's probably like a Gen Z. Like all-American right? No, he's like 28. 
What's his name? That's Michael Evans that's Bailey. That's out of my age range. Michael he is Bailey. beautiful. He's literally, I've always been obsessed with the Franco brothers. And I was like, you know, what? if I could ever meet the Franco brothers, like that would be incredible. And then All American came out during pandemic. And I have never seen a more man, more beautiful man on screen. Is this him? He's really cute. That's him. He's like I have mixed. no he's, idea who he is. He's so handsome. I know Dennis Quaid. Yeah, he's, he, he, he's cute. But okay, so now I get your style. That's like very cleaned up. Like he looks like, yeah. I like the pretty boys mm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was at this event and it was like an intimate event. There's only like 23 of us, I think, there that were invited to Did it. Did you shoot your shot? So you were basically on I your I mean, I talked date. to him. Basically, we're going to get married. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but I did talk to him. But it was funny because I had actually DM'd him prior to this about, I was just trying to, I'm like, how do I somehow talk to him without him. coming across mm-hmm. as like a fangirl? Right. And so I approached it from the influencer stance mm. and I said, hey, like, I have an idea. Like, we should do a collab together sometime. Mm, it's so called like, marriage and it's life. <laughs> <laughs> Sign and here. And he ended up responding. Like, shocking enough, they, like, responded and was like, hey, yeah, I'm not much of a dancer, but, like, yeah, we could make something work. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But then I panicked and I didn't respond to him. What? Okay. So you ghosted him. I ghosted him pretty much. I dropped the ball. So it was actually a good conversation starter because I went up to him at the event and I was like, hey, Perfect. I don't know if you remember me, but, like, I actually DM'd you at one point about this. And he was like, oh, no way. And ended up talking and I don't think anything's going to come from it, but I got to meet him and it was a great night. Oh my God. Collaboration <laughs> pending. We will fill you guys in on what that we is. Uh, that the happens. possibilities are endless. <laughs> well, tell our audience where we can find you and tell us what's next for you. <gasps> yeah. So, um, you can find me obviously on my TikTok, on my Instagram, YouTube. What else? I'm kind of on everything now. User handle is the same on everything. It's Kasha, which everyone forgets the U it's K A U S H A underscore Campbell like the soup <laughs> spelled exactly like Campbell soup um and what's next I mean hopefully like I said I want I'm wanting to dabble into some acting so maybe more on screen time we'll see mm-hmm. about that I'm not trying to be some like lead in a movie but I think it would be fun to do just like a Disney Channel show or Nickelodeon because I feel like that's just already my brand yeah. and so I love it. Maybe I'll be a babysitter or something. I don't you know. Kill it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I have two kids, so it doesn't work out. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for sharing your TikTok journey. You are super inspirational. You are wholesome and you are strong and fierce. And I thank love you. how you said that, you know, it's not it's not because you're Mormon. Like yeah. it's, you know, I love how people had said that to you, like, oh, you don't drink. Yeah, it's it not my sense. identifier. Like, you don't need an excuse <laughs> for that. It's like, but obviously that has had a, a strong component to your for sure. To your yes, life. I'm very grateful for the upbringing and I, I'm, I enjoy being active in the church. And it's also like it's been a good foundation, even moving into a different state from Utah. Like that's how I made all my friends at first was mm-hmm. through church. So and then also just making connections through people as well. Like, I don't know. There's just. Yeah. You know, well, lots be- of comes on behalf it. of the moms, thanks for keeping it wholesome. Yes. Yeah, Happy to. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.